Hi, Sandra Ray. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> We're welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. We're continuing the final review in part one of the workbook, Lesson 212. I am not a body, I am free, for I am still as God created me. And review of Lesson 192, I have a function God would have me fill. I have a function God would have me fill. I have a function God would have me fill. Does it say exactly what the function is? I seek the function that would set me free from all the vain illusions of the world. So your function is to be free. Your function is liberation, right? Is that what it says? Maybe we should review the whole lesson. I seek the function that would set me free. Wouldn't that be liberation? Anything that sets you free would be liberating. Yeah, or forgiveness, or could be forgiveness. From all the vain illusions of the world, only the function God has given me can offer freedom. Only this I seek, and only this will I accept as mine. Well, earlier it does say, say I'm the light of the world, and then it says, forgiveness is my function yeah, like as that. the light of the world. So it's clear that forgiveness is your function. And then a later lesson says, uh, forgiveness is the only gift I give. So only, you know, that that's like unequivocal. Forgiveness is the only gift I give, meaning that's our daily work. Because uh, in this world, we're going to have so many opportunities to hold a grievance that um, it's almost daily that we need to apply the function, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I seek the function that would set me free from all the vain illusions of the world. That Those would be the grievances and the attack thoughts and the judgments and so forth. Anything keeping you from pure joy would be an illusion. And then only the function God has given you can offer freedom, freedom from the illusion. So you can return to the joy. Only this I seek, and only this will I accept as mine. I'm not a body, I'm free, for I am still as God created me. Well, you know, in the, in the uh, actual lesson 192, it says, It is your Father's holy will that you complete himself, and that yourself, capital self shall be his sacred son forever pure as he of love created and in love preserved extending love creating in its name forever one with God and with yourself yet what can such a function mean within a world of envy hatred and attack so I mean your function is to be love and to complete your father's Holy will, which is love. Yourself shall be his sacred son forever pure as he of love created and in love preserved, extending love, creating in its name, forever one with God and with yourself. Yet what can such a function mean within a world of envy, hatred, and attack? 
Therefore, you have a function in the world in its own terms, for who can understand a language far beyond his simple grasp? Forgiveness rep represents your function yeah, here. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. As it is not God's creation, for it is the means by which untruth can be undone, and who would pardon heaven? Yet on earth, you need the means to let illusions go. Creation merely wants for your return to be acknowledged, not to be complete. Creation cannot even be conceived of in the world. It has no meaning here. Forgiveness is the closest it can come to earth. For being heaven-born, it has no form at all. Yet God created one who has the power to translate in form the holy formless. What he makes are dreams, but a kind so close to waking that the light of day already shines in them and eyes already opening beyond the joyful sights their offerings contain. Well, you know, a forgiven world is what we're after here. And that's Christ's holy vision. And that's what this is saying. It's like, um, you don't need forgiveness in heaven, and heaven has no form at all, but the Christ translates form, which is this dimension, in, into heaven by the means of forgiveness. So this forgiveness, it's a very um, dynamic um, action that we decide to take. You know, when it says heaven is the decision I must make, you can't, you can't make the decision without uh, embracing forgiveness. Yeah, and we've had people tell us they forgave, but they couldn't forget. Now, that's partial forgiveness. That's not real forgiveness. Yeah, that's they, not forgiveness. They, don't, they think they've forgiven, but they're not going to forget, which means they're holding a grievance. Yeah, of course. It's obvious. They still hold the grievance, so that means they haven't forgiven. Yeah, so if they're not forgetting, if they refuse to forget, that's holding a grievance. Yeah, later on, Lesson 288 says, let me forget my brother's past mm -hmm. today. Yeah. So it actually tells you to forget the past. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's another lesson where it says... Um, you know, the peace of God is shining in me now. And there's a prayer at the end where I think we just read it recently. Forget this course. Forget everything you thought you knew. Forget everything, basically. And go to holy, go with holy empty hands unto your God. So you couldn't do that if you hadn't forgiven everything. Mm. So mm. forgiveness takes you to the empty state. Right, that's they call it the zero state. It's, it's like where you have erased all of your subconscious attack thoughts and grievances and judgments. And, you know. Yeah, I like that idea that forgiveness is a master erase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's For, how you erase the memories even. 
bad For, memories. Yeah, forgiveness gently looks upon all things unknown in heaven, sees them disappear, and leaves the world a clean and unmarked slate on which the word of God can now replace the senseless symbols written there before. So there it is again, clean and unmarked slate. Well, that's empty, right? Mm. It doesn't have any mark on it, and it's clean. It has nothing on it. That's, that's the forgiven world. That's the forgiven state. I mean, now you're still going to see physical things, but uh, they're not going to be uh, tainted with your judgments and your interpretations. Forgiveness gently looks upon all things unknown in heaven, sees them disappear, and leaves the world a clean and unmarked slate on which the word of God can now replace the senseless symbols written there before. Forgiveness is the means. So means and function, same thing. I have a function God would have me fill. I have a means that I have to help me fill it. Forgiveness is the means by which the fear of death is overcome because it holds no fierce attraction now and guilt is gone. Forgiveness lets the body be perceived as what it is, a simple teaching aid to be laid by when learning is complete, but hardly changing him who learns it all. The mind without the body cannot make mistakes. It cannot think that it will die, nor be the prey of merciless attack. Anger becomes impossible, and where is terror then? What fears could still assail those who have lost the source of all attack, the core of anguish and the seat of fear? Only forgiveness can relieve the mind of thinking that the body is its home. Only forgiveness can restore the peace that God intended for his Holy Son. Only forgiveness can persuade the Son to look again upon his holiness. Well, I mean, are we going to look on our holiness or are we going to look on our grievances mm -hmm. and our pressure in life and survival and motives, manipulations, fears, angers, guilts. Mm -hmm. Which is it, you know? Mm -hmm. What are we going to give our attention to? And if we're truly looking at our holiness, all that other stuff is undone. Forgiveness, like it said, it wipes it away. It makes a clean slate. Forgiveness gently looks upon all things unknown in heaven. That means everything here in the physical plane. Forgiveness looks upon all that stuff and sees them disappear and leaves the world a clean and unmarked slate on which the word of God can now replace the senseless symbols written there before. I mean, you're still going to see the things. You're still going to see the people in the world and the things in the world, but they're not going to have a charge on them like, like you put on them before. They're going to be neutral. 
you know, later it says uh, the body is a wholly neutral thing. Mm-hmm. 294 is that lesson. The body is a wholly neutral thing. That means everything in the physical world, everything in the whole cosmos, every atom of creation is a neutral thing. It it's, doesn't have a judgment, doesn't have fear, doesn't have anger, doesn't have guilt. It's just stuff, you know? It's just uh, matter, mata, mother. It's the mother, it's the divine mother, and divine mother's neutral. With anger gone, you will indeed perceive that, for Christ's vision and the gift of sight, no sacrifice was asked, and only pain was lifted from a sick and tortured mind. Is this unwelcome? Is this to be feared? Or is it to be hoped for, met with thanks, and joyously accepted? We are one, and therefore give up nothing but we have indeed been given everything by God. I remember I was with Tara Singh, you know, towards the end, and we were at this dinner, and he was giving a talk as usual. And I'll never forget, he says, when you want nothing, you realize you have everything. Mm, Okay. That's sort of like this. We are one and therefore give up nothing, but we have indeed been given everything by God. Yet do we need forgiveness to perceive that this is so. Without its kindly light, we grope in darkness, using reason but to justify our rage and our attack. We had a client the other day who said, well, I hate my husband. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. we thought, oh my goodness, wow, that's a strong word. Mm-hmm. Our understanding is so limited that what we think we understand is but confusion born of error. We are lost in mists of shifting dreams and fearful thoughts. Our eyes shut tight against the light our minds engaged in worshiping what is not there. You know, miracles are seen in light is lesson 91. Miracles are seen in light. And what is that light? Well, it's the light of true forgiveness, you know. I'm the light of the world. Forgiveness is my function of as the light of the world. The light of the world brings peace to every mind through my forgiveness. So forgiveness and the light are so intertwined. Mm -hmm. They're almost almost, uh, uh, synonymous. Who can be born again in Christ but him who has forgiven everyone he sees or thinks or of, of or imagines? Have you forgiven everyone you see it or think of or imagine, Sandra? Well, I like to think so, but then I notice I still have some judgment. 
Is that lack of forgiveness? Yeah. If I have a judgment about somebody in that case, then I need correction. <laughs> well, you know, I think forgiveness is a practice. It's a practice. So we um, ascend the ladder of holiness by honing our skill to forgive truly, which which means we're taking responsibility for our judgments and we're letting them go. You know, Morna Simeona, who uh, brought Ho'oponopono to the Western world, you know, one of the things that she said was, don't look beyond your nose or your toes. Mm. Meaning, if ever there's a problem, it's something in you mm -hmm. that needs to be transmuted. Mm. So if you're not looking beyond your nose or your toes, that means you're taking responsibility for everything and you're doing the cleansing or the correction within yourself. You're saying, well, whatever is going on out there that's not right or not pono, they would say, not in harmony with the universe, that's something that you're seeing that's off in you, and you have to make the correction within yourself. That's the first, your first and last responsibility. Mm -hmm. So this is similar when the course is the same with the forgiveness. It's you who hold the grievance, and forgiveness is a recognition that what you thought your brother did never occurred. Well, so if you really got that, you wouldn't be blaming. You wouldn't be saying, well, I'll forgive and he needs to be corrected. No, I mean, whatever he did is in you. Some form of it, even if he's the one acting it out. So the forgiveness is always internal. A jailer is not free, for he is bound together with his prisoner. He must be sure that he does not escape, and so he spends his time in keeping watch on him. So that, that just means that if you're going to blame somebody else, you're, you're the one keeping him in blame and behind bars, and so you're the one also... The beneficiary, or, or not the beneficiary, but you're you're re reaping the, the consequences of the blame. It says where a jailer, is bound with the prisoner. The bars that limit him become the world in which his jailer lives, along with him, and it's on his freedom, that the way to liberty depends for both of them. Like if you're holding a judgment and you're thinking somebody is bad, then you have to change your mind because you're keeping yourself in that frequency of the bad, right? Therefore, hold no one prisoner, release instead of bind, for thus are you made free. The way is simple. Every time you feel a stab of anger, realize you hold a sword above your head and it will fall or be averted 
as you choose to be condemned or free. Thus does each one who seemed to tempt you be an angry tempt you to be angry represent your savior from the prison house of death and so you owe him thanks instead of pain so anybody that makes you angry they're your savior if you get off it and if you don't then you're saying well death's inevitable <laughs> Be merciful today. The Son of God deserves your mercy. It's he who asks that you accept the way to freedom now. Deny him not. His Father's love for him belongs to you. Your function here on earth is only to forgive him, that you may accept him back as your identity. He is as God created him, and you are what he is. Forgive him now his sins and you will see that you are one with him well this is our function clearly right Sandra Ray right forgiveness is our function here yeah it is I seek the function that would set me free from all the vain illusions of the world only the function God has given me can offer freedom only this I seek and only this will I accept as mine. Well, that's like that lesson, you know, forgiveness is the only gift I give. So that would be your function. Forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. How much more clear can it be what we're here to do? I'm not a body, I'm free. Or I'm still as God created me. And we even have to forgive ourselves for thinking we're bodies. What would you like to say to complete things? Um, well, I think that forgiveness is an ongoing thing. Some people come and they say, well, yeah, I've forgiven my parents at 10, which is total complete forgiveness. But then they go home and they see their parents and then they go down the scale. Hmm. So I think it's an ongoing practice. Well, at a certain level it is, but at a higher level, it's like you do it once and it's complete. But yeah. we're not that... Um, one-minded about it so we we vacillate back between ourself and our ego so it's only the ego that needs forgiveness like it says it's only hell that needs forgiveness mm. so you know to the degree that we sort of fall down into our judgments and our angers and our fears I mean we're we're in that state of hell and we need forgiveness and yes it is something we practice until we get it but there is a point where forgiveness is total mm. it's not partial and then you're at z zero on everything you have no charge about anything 
and you maintain that peace of God within yourself as a result of the total forgiveness. So we do have a function and it's going to have a process, you know, when we first start reading the Course, we're not so good at forgiveness, but the more, the more we become aware of what we're supposed to be doing with it, uh, it's like our daily practice. And then forgiveness is our function. It's like constant cleaning. You know, Haleakala used to say, well, you know, the cleaning goes on all the time. It has to. So we have a function God would have us fill. Let's see if we can accept it. 